the heartwarming part is there are so many other people we didn't even think about when we created the product, but just by way of what our ingredients are and the way we've made it, it serves them too. I have, you know, moms with kids that have diabetes and their kids can't have cereal and they reach out and they're like, my kid has not had cereal in, you know, X years and now they could have it again. Like, you don't know how much this means. And I'm like, wow, I didn't go out there with that intention, but it is such a beautiful thing to be able to create something so clean that so many people could enjoy it. Um, it's the best feeling. What are you doing to create your dream life or your best self? Why do we see some thrive through challenges while others struggle? Welcome to Effort, a podcast where I talk about the main Fs in my life that have helped me in creating my best self. Faith, family, forgiveness, food, fitness, and formula. Hi, my name is Amy Ledeen, and most would say that I've had my fair share of struggles, whether it was placing my baby for adoption at 18, facing my marriage-ending affair, or battling stage four cancer for almost seven years, it's safe to say that I've been through a lot. Join me as I take you through my story, my journeys, and share with you the tactical strategies every single week that will help you thrive and overcome anything you face. That's right, I'm gonna show you how to create a future self that you'll be proud of. So buckle up, get ready for the ride as I take you through my story and bring other guests on that have helped me along the way. So from the moment that I hit record on this podcast episode, we had such a good time. I had never met this woman and, you know, didn't know what to expect. I was very nervous and honestly just intimidated. So I'm really excited for you today to be able to listen to my interview with Margaret Wishingrad. Margaret is the co-owner with her husband to the cereal that I'm obsessed with, Three Wishes. And the more that I got to know her and just her story made me love it even more that I reached out and I'm like, I need to have you on my podcast. I'm not affiliated with her. I'm not getting a kickback or anything like that. I just really love her product, really love what she stands for. And I think it's really badass that she created a cereal. And so she really just opens up the possibility in your mind in what you can create and what you can do when you put your mind to it. So I'm excited for you to listen to this one. I'm so excited about today. I love to bring on people that, you know, honestly, I, I just love like what they're selling for lack of better word, what they're teaching, what they're bringing. And, um, you know, if it wasn't for a friend sharing this product with me, I probably wouldn't be sitting here today having this person on. So first of all, welcome Margaret to the podcast. I'm happy you're here. Thanks for having me. And I'm more excited. I mean, yes, we're going to dive right into the cereal and uh, I'm a cereal freak. So the fact that I have found like a healthy cereal, like we'll talk about that. But what I loved even more is when we decided to set this up and I have some questions that I, I failed prior, every single topic that you put in the notes, I was like, yes, yes, we're talking about these things. I'm like, this person would be my friend. So thank you just for being so open. Yeah. I mean, it's the way to do it. I'm excited to talk about all of them. So, okay. So what we're talking about today is Margaret is the creator and founder of a cereal called Three Wishes. And it's a higher protein, you know, it's got 10 grams of protein. All of my followers were all fitness freaks that, you know, cereals these days are just like, really, I mean, come on, please stop saying that they're like, full serving of whole grains and all this crap, because we know that it's marketing and it's, it's actually really sad because I don't even, we consider it a treat in our house because it is, it's not, it's not a birth cereal, right? 
And so when I was turned on to your cereal and I'm, you know, I'm a mom on the go, I was like, this is brilliant. This is, I can put it in a baggie and I can take it in my purse and ensure that I get it in. And then when I found out that you're like just this normal mom, um, I was even more excited to just have you on. So I'm going to get right into it. Like what made you decide to create a cereal? Yeah. So um, my husband and I actually have a branding and advertising background. Um, and so we've always been building brands for other people. And I always wanted to build a brand of my own, but I didn't necessarily know what, what that was. But most importantly, when I became a mom for the first time, you make a human in your body and you're like, okay, I can't feed him junk. Like I, I need, I was the mom making my own baby food and like totally nut. And then, you know, cereal time came around to introduce little finger foods. And I looked at this category and I'm like, holy cow, the entire aisle is the same things I saw as a kid, but now they have like special edition Twinkies version and like even more sugar. And that for me was shocking. And then you look at the healthier stores, like your whole foods, um, and they still are super sugary. They're still grain based, have no protein, which is crazy because it's breakfast. Um, and I'm thinking like, am I the only one that thinks that there's not a cereal for my family out there, both for myself and my kid, um, and did some, some research, spoke to a ton of other parents, a ton of grandparents, millennials, you name it. Everyone eats cereal. Um, and everyone's like, yeah, I kind of stopped eating cereal. It's not good for you. And I'm like, whoa, we need to create a solution to this. Um, and so that's what we did. We just went for it. Oh, so, you know, you had mentioned in your notes, like talking about imposter syndrome, because I'll be honest, like, I think a lot of people are listening to this, like, I couldn't do this, you know, maybe they have an idea of something like, how did you deal with that? I mean, it was probably a whole new area for you, right? Like, I mean, now you're going from doing, you know, advertising marketing to now you have like an actual product, because I'm getting ready to release a product within my brand, like I have these daily agreement cards, like we're printing and, and it's like, a, I feel very imposterish. Like I see things at target and I'm like, you know, how did you start to overcome some of that? Yeah. I mean, it's important to have a really good support system. So I'm very lucky that I work with my husband who's also an entrepreneur. Um, and I think we both go into this knowing, okay, it's a roller coaster. There are going to be some days that people are not going to like what you're selling, or they're not going to think you're solving a problem the same way you are. And it's just, you got to get over it. And I think having that support system for me to bounce off my like crappy day on is really important. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's a whole journey, um, within yourself when, when you communicate to other people. And so it's a lot of work, a lot of work. And I think that's important too. It's like, you can't sugarcoat it. Like, I think some people think like these brands and these like products are just like born from nothing. How long did you work on this from like point of idea to like actually seeing it in or online or in a store? Yeah. So it took two years to create the product. Um, and for me, my now he's almost four, but when he was a year old, two years old, he kept tasting all of the samples we would create with, you know, the thousand different times we've created it. Um, and until he was like, mom, I love this. I was like, all right, net back to the drawing board. And I think also along the way it's, you have, you know, whether it's a, a co-packer that's doubting you or an ingredient supplier, like there are so many hurdles where you're like, oh, should I just throw in the towel? And then it's, you just like, I remind myself that there is a problem out there and no one solved it. And it's, I'm just going to take it into my own hands and solve it. And you just have to be a go-getter. And I, I think becoming a mom also taught me like, innately just so many things of like, okay, you got to do this. Um, and it's not just you anymore. Like you're doing it for others. And so 
it's very interesting. Um, I, I love that you say that because yeah, there's going to be times where I'm sure like in the downtimes, like, what am I doing this for? Why am I, I mean, I, I have a friend right now going through, um, she's bringing a product and, you know, she didn't even know about co-packers and, and then last year there was, she's coming out with like a, like a seltzer type thing. And there was a can shortage and she's like, you know, showing up to meetings where she's like, I am so new at this. Like I, she was a coach, you know? And so it's like, you know, and I loved how she's shared a lot of that because I think a lot of people think they look at you and go, oh, you just, you know, you know it all. And this is why you got into this versus I saw that there was a problem. I want to help fix it. And then reminding yourself of that, because I'm sure it can be easy just at times to be like, I'm just going to go back to doing what I was really good at. Right. Yeah. It's that, and that's exactly it. Um, it's, it's a whole, it's a whole thing mentally. It's like, it's really, it takes a lot of grit. And that's, I think the most successful entrepreneurs just apply a lot of work and get through all of the really crummy, either feedback or just like hurdles and you learn on the job. And that's the hardest part. Like, it's not like I took, you know, someone else's playbook and applied it. There's a different fire drill every day. You don't know what's going to come at you. You just know you're buckled up in that seat and you're just going. So so you do that. Yeah. And having, yeah. And just, yeah, there's no two days. We actually just pivoted our brand this last year after 16 years and not going to lie. There's been a lot of things that have come up that we're like, we're going to have to change this. And I think just even having that honest, like we've just said to the audience, we're like, all right, well, we made a mistake on this and this is not going to work this way. And, you know, I think people even appreciate hearing that kind of stuff. So now it took two years and then the pandemic hits. How did that affect your business? Yeah, it's super interesting. So we launched late October, 2019, right before the pandemic. So in a year where we're like, okay, we're going to get out there, be a brand. We're going to road show. We're going to have people sampling in stores. It's going to be a great time. And now we're like, can't get on an airplane. Cool, cute. Um, and so it's, it's weird, but I think where I feel fortunate is um, kids are back home again. Parents are looking for solutions. They need to feed themselves things, or people are also like resorting to nostalgic type behaviors. Like, so cereals are really a comfort type of food. So lucky for us, I think people are looking for a type of product where they feel some comfort or some joy without feeling terrible about the decision they're making. And so it's been a great year. And so for us, we're just being um, as smart as we can be. So we're making sure that we're talking to the right demographic, the people that truly need our product or versus just want our product. Um, and, you know, I think our background also lends to, to it's, it helps us because we thought of really cool, you know, buzzy things. For example, we launched our cocoa and Ian um, was brilliant enough to kind of get the original 1970s Charlie and the Chocolate Factory crew back together to do a video um, and endorse our product. And it was just super cool. So I think it's being creative and just taking on whatever the problem is and being nimble is super important. And that's what we've done. So pandemics happen once in a hundred years. No one could have ever guessed this would have happened. And you do what you got to do. I love that you rolled with it. And I do love, you know, yes, your demographic, you know, for me, I wasn't, you know, on the outside, I looked healthy. I lost, you know, 90 pounds, you know, 17 years ago, but I always tell people it was not because of the love for the internal. It was coming from that wrong place. And then fast forward, I got cancer and I've really taken my health. You know, I had to go really low sugar for many seasons and it was hard to find like snackier type things because I didn't have an appetite. And so this like introduced to me was at a time that is really important for me because I still needed to try to get in some food and 
it's hard when you just don't even want to eat like a meal. Whereas if I just sat and like bite size, you know, eat this all day was really, really good. But then additionally, you know, these days, like even protein bars, they're glorified candy bars. Like they really are. Like I have one brand that I keep in my fridge because it doesn't have the preservatives and it doesn't have those things. But then it was like, when I found your cereal, I'm like, okay, I can go to the hair salon because I, I, I put it in my baggie and I don't have to worry about refrigerating it. So I think that's like, I like just the application of like a mom can take this out and not worry about having a cooler, you know, I mean, forget my, forget my kids. Like I want it for me, but, um, I, I love that. And then also, you know, I deal with a lot of females that maybe have to do like the FODMAP diet or go through like a grain free. Like I have a client just recently that her doctor's like, you know, I need you to go grain free for a while. And they feel so deprived, you know, of all those things that they love. And this gives them, you know, an option to, to have. And, you know, I mean, I think people, you know, I, I never like to have the, the elephant in the room, you know, it is going to cost you more, but I, I, I'm a big advocate in that. I mean, does your body, does your health, do these things not matter to you? Because I know with me facing, you know, cancer for seven years, and then just getting to a place where now I'm off chemotherapy. I, I mean, I only have one body, so I really want to fuel it and serve it with things that it's showing me the true love. And, and you know what, then it manifests on the outside of your body too, but it does have to come first from the place of, you know, I used to be the woman, I joked that like, I'd look at the label and go, can I have it or not? How many calories is it? Is it versus now it's like, Okay, what are the ingredients in here? And like, what's it going to do to my body? So what's some of the feedback you get from people that find your cereal? Yeah, it's so interesting. Um, and, and just like a quick note on that. I think so many people focus on like what they're wearing outside of their body and like what they look like, but their true importance is what you're putting inside of that thing. Um, and so for me, um, when I, I created this product for my family, so it had to be a product I was okay with feeding my child. And I could look another mom or human in the eye and be like, yeah, I've put each and every single ingredient there. I feel so comfortable with my decisions and I like, here you go. And I hope you enjoy it. Um, and so it's interesting. And the heartwarming part is there are so many other people we didn't even think about when we created the product, but just by way of what our ingredients are and the way we've made it, it serves them too. I have, you know, moms with kids that have diabetes and their kids can't have cereal and they reach out and they're like, my kid has not had cereal in, you know, X years and now they could have it again. Like, you don't know how much this means. And I'm like, wow, I didn't go out there with that intention, but it is such a beautiful thing to be able to create something so clean that so many people could enjoy it. Um, it's the best feeling. And just having something, I mean, I love sweet things. I'm not going to lie. So for me, that was, I had some resentment for a couple of years, like during my cancer journey, when they'd be like, okay, you need to go sugar-free or low sugar. I'm like, oh, you know, like I want to quote unquote live a little. So to find like, I mean, your cocoa, oh my gosh, like totally hits the spot. Cinnamon by far is my favorite. I know I joke with you that you have to come out with the peanut butter one because I find like in the fat loss community, especially, I don't know what our obsession is with like peanut butter or chocolate in peanut butter, but the chocolate is, it's so interesting because sometimes you want like a little bit of crunchy and sometimes you want chocolate and it hits those two at the same time. It's like the weirdest thing to check off the list, but yeah. Um, it's, uh, I just love talking about them. They just make me sad. I, I love it too. Like, I feel like I should be selling it because I'm like my, you know, my youngest daughter, like she went in the other day and we were almost out of like the cinnamon and I'm like, no, you can't take the cinnamon no more. That's mine. You know, but, you know, she'll put them in little baggies. You know, I tell people like, I mean, a great thing, you know, my I'm, I'm right now in limbo houses, but in my regular house, you know, what I'd be doing is 
I'd portion these out and put them in like some little baggies for kids and a great thing to be able to pack for school and not feel guilty about it. You know, like, I think that's the other thing too, is moms is like, you want to make sure it's, it's funny how we will do all for our children, but we don't realize like, this is, I mean, forget kids. Like this is a great cereal, even for us. I mean, as an adult, yeah, I still yeah. love eating cereal. Right? 100%. And that's why when we created the brand and the product, it wasn't like, Hey, let's put a cute little character to make kids love it. It was, let's leave this open for interpretation. Everyone loves cereal. Infants to grandparents eat cereal. That's one of those things. And so that we totally set out to do that, to kind of give everyone permission to have it again and feel a-okay about that decision. And I think overall, my stance on just like the brand and how we hope to continue to grow is just to give people permission to make good decisions without having to feel terrible about it. So that just means clean ingredients, great macros, and without compromising on taste, just because you're grain-free or gluten-free or um, any of these other things, it doesn't have to taste like cardboard. Like you can have good food and feel good about it. I think that's what I was the most surprised about, honestly, because when I got to Christina's, I joke that I used to eat cardboard cereal, you know, and yeah. so she was like, she has like three cases in her, <laughs> and she has no kids, and that's what was so funny about it, is I was like, because she was almost embarrassed for me to take a picture, because I go, girl, you have like 20 boxes of cereal, she goes, Love when it. I like something, you know, and I'm the same way because when I left her house, it was funny. She sent me with cereal and I sent her some of those protein bars because it's like when you find a product that you really love. I mean, I have a I have a box of the fruity here that I'm sending to a friend that I'm like, I want other people to see that there are really good products out there. And, you know, it's unfortunate that, you know, these days, you know, the big, huge market like Kellogg's and they have so much infinite money to put into it. I mean, I don't know if you know who Jesse Eitzler is. If not, okay, because you love Jesse. He loves the three wishes. Okay, amazing. Because he always goes after these cereal. And I love it. I love to get like he's like, I want the oh the president of Kellogg's, I'll give you a hundred thousand dollars. Sit down and chat with me. Yeah. And you know, I think it wasn't until I mean when I went through my cancer journey, I started to like trust the science, I say this in quotations, because, you know, like we started to question things just in what we've been told is, is healthy and what is okay. I I started to see that a lot through my cancer journey. And then even more so because of the pandemic that it's like, you know, you really need to do your own research because it's a billion dollar industry for a reason. And they're able to get away with labeling things a certain way. And so then the average person, you know, that maybe doesn't have a nutrition background looks at, um, you know, like one of these Quaker cereals and it's like, Oh, it can reduce my cholesterol by XX when you're not even looking at everything else that's in it. I know for myself, you know, having a second chance at life and knowing that I only have one body and my body is jacked up internally. I have to be really careful with what I give it. And you can't put a price you know, on that. And I'm hoping that people listening will realize that. And that's, you know, yes, I do pay a little bit more for the hormone free chicken. Yes, I do pay a little bit more for my cereal for natural peanut butters and things like that. But, you know, we only have one body and we need to just be really aware of that. And, you know, now I'm even diving more into like dyes and things that people put in like these things, because I've seen, you know, I just had an explant. I had my implants removed. Um, it's not, it's been a month this next Wednesday and I'm shocked. Like I'm absolutely shocked at the way that my body has been different. Now I'm embarrassed to say that, you know, like when I told my daughter, you know, I have an 18 year old that I was, you know, getting them removed and stuff. She's like, 
well, I, I just think it's crazy that people would even think that you could have these like foreign bags in your body, mom, and be okay. And I'm like, you're so right. I just kind of trusted the quote unquote science, you know, it's, it's a profitable, you know, market. And then for me to wake up and be completely different, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's one more thing. And so now it's like, I'm looking at all my ingredients of things because I used to hear all these moms talk about red dye number, whatever. And, you know, Jesse gets really passionate about that. Like, you know, if you're listening, like do your homework, do your research on what you're putting in your body, because it just, it's, it makes such a difference, right? Totally. And it's fascinating that you brought up the red dye thing, um, because in America, totally cool. Kellogg's doing the same product in Europe, cannot use that dye. So they figure out they use other things in it. But the point is, it's like, you know, you trust that like, oh, you know, it's, it's regulated, right? So it has to be fine. Um, and I actually, as a kid had a weird allergic reactions to that red, random red dye. Um, and then, and then you do some more research and you realize that it's, it's a, it's a thing. Like it's, it's a thing. Fine, but I'm not the tinfoil red. Cons- I mean, I'm not the conspiracy theorist anymore. It's really yeah. actually. And I think, I do think more people are getting more aware of it. And I think people where they're going to find your cereal at like a whole foods at a sprouts, of course, Amazon, which is the best in the sense of like, I can get it quickly. Yeah. Um, we are becoming more aware and I'm proud of being someone and having these people that they're being more serious about what they consume. You know, it's sad that you can go buy a little Debbie's for a very, you know, low, it's, you know, I tell people all the time, it sucks that it is, it is a more of an investment, but then it really isn't. If you look at like your healthcare as a whole, you're going to spend more money on these other things later in life. It's just that when we're young, I always joke that people say YOLO, you know, you only live once. And I'm like, wait until you have that first issue or wait until you see a parent that's dying of diabetes. Cause that's like the whole new, you know, that's like everything, you know, heart disease, all of that. Then suddenly you get serious, but it's almost like it's too late, especially when you see diabetics. Like I talk to so many people that are like, yeah, my friend's 45 and is being, is, is just diagnosed with pre they're pre-diabetic, right. Which is like the warning sign. And they don't realize that they need to, you know, change their ways. Right. Totally. The, the whole thing is, is it's crazy. And that's, and you, you hit the nail on the head. It really is so, so important. Um, yes. I think in general, I think as a, as a society, everyone's doing a little bit better where they're starting to learn that, okay, it's like you can make these swaps or like, there are better things out there. You don't have to eat this. And I think, um, as demand for these types of products increases, the market will naturally adjust and there'll just be more supply and it'll drive costs down. I think it'll, it'll make it a more approachable thing, but it's the most important investment you can make. Well, and that's why we have to get three wishes, you guys like bigger on the market, because we know the way that it works. I mean, the more that you are able to order and pack and ship, it brings costs down. So you are going to be paying more for some of these, these items that are newer to the market or hitting a smaller audience. I mean, it just is part of, I mean, I see it with people when you're trying to get deals. I mean, I am with my cards, the more that I buy, but when you have like a food, especially like it's, it's, it's just going to be harder. So this is why we have to, uh, you know, share it, put it on your stories. I mean, all it takes is like, I was so surprised by me sharing it, how many people, you know, um, will then go out and, and look for it and find it. And then they'll we request it for in your store. Like that's the other 
the thing to do is, you know, go to your local sprouts if you're not seeing there and say, I want this, like, I want this in the local because we do, you know, I mean, yes, I'm all about Amazon, but I am, I love seeing it in the local market as well, because there's nothing better than being able to go in your grocery store and, um, you know, see it. Right. Totally. So lastly, talk, you know, cause you're a working mom and, you know, I, I try to teach people that you can do all the things like you really can, like you can be the mom and you can, you know, I've got five kids and I've, you know, I don't know how you do it. I have two. That's, a, <laughs> that's amazing. Well, I say that after two, that's, you know, like, cause then you only have two hands, right? So the third is what does you in. And then after that, it actually just doesn't even matter. It's kind of like, yeah, I don't even have enough hands at this point. Stack them up. <laughs> yeah. First one, I was like, you can't now they're like juggling knives, right. In the kitchen, but, um, being a working mom, how have you been able to, I mean, one, you had another, you had another business, you guys are entrepreneurs. How are you able to balance that? The, and I, I hate the word balance. Cause I don't think there is such a thing, no. but yeah. how have you done it all? Uh, manage is the word I would use, uh, <laughs> not balance. Um, that would be way too aspirational. No, but it's super hard. And I think there's so much guilt. Like I, I've had moments where I'm just like, am I giving my kids enough attention? Am I focusing too much on work? Or if I'm spending too much time with my kids, am I not paying enough attention to my business? It, it's tough. It really like eats at you. Um, and it, it's just, there is no, there's no, there's no real answer. It just, you figure out a way to do it all. And it's stressful, but that's what you have to do to, to raise a family and to raise a business. And right. They're all babies. They're all, they all need attention. And I think we're in a world now, you know, I was at a mastermind this last Saturday and this mom, you know, she broke down. She was just like, you know, I, I feel like I'm not, you know, doing enough here. And I said, have you ever flipped it and thought of the example that you're showing your children in that you do have, I mean, I have missed out on some build trips as an entrepreneur. I have missed out on some of those things, but the lesson also shows them like, I mean, life isn't always going, you know, the, 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 the world of the stay at home mom, it's much, much harder these days in our economy and just the way that it works. Not to mention some moms. I mean, like I am a, I always joke that I am a happier mom when I get to have my work in that, and, you know, percent. you know, everybody is wired differently. But for me, I tell my kids all the time, I'm like, listen, I in here doing this, making me happy. I come home. I'm much, much happier mom because I have some other purpose than just doing that. Not that just doing that isn't an, it enough, but we are all wired differently. And I think it's important to, you know, not uh, judge that and not judge yourself because I know I've had years where I'm like, my gosh, am I not doing enough? And then I'm reminded, I'm like, you know what though? I'm showing my kids, like, this is the reality. And like, I hope they can chase their dreams. Right. I mean, wow, guilt is real. Yeah. And, yeah. and neither is easier than the other. It is not easier to stay at home with kids. It's not easier to work and manage kids. There's no real easy thing, but I think it is really important to remember you are setting a really great example for your kids. And it's funny, we got um, Ellis, the four-year-old, a like play laptop and he pulls it out in the living room and I'm like, hey, Ellis, can you come here? And he's like, not now, mom, I'm working. I'm like, okay, I'll take it. You do you, do you friend. Um, I love that. And it's because, you know, they say behaviors are caught, not taught, right? Like my nine-year-old, she'll be like, 
do you have any more Zoom calls? Like, and then I'll see her playing and she'll be like, all right, I just got to get off my Zoom call. I'll be right back. Cause she knows like, I'll maybe be doing coaching or something, but you know, and I, I used to have moments of that guilt. And then I'm like, you know what though? I'm, I'm really showing her that I'm chasing my dreams, right? Your kids are going to see like, wow, I've, I've decided that I wanted to create something and you followed through, through the hard times and created it. Right. That's exactly it. That is it. Oh man. Well, I have loved this Margaret, honestly, like, so tell me where they can find it, find you, because I think like I knew your brand, but I just think you're adorable and like so much fun. Like, I think you need to have like a Ted talk. So love that. Love to (laughs) talk at things. Um, yeah, no. So you can find me on Instagram. I'm at MB wish, um, three wishes is at three wishes spelled out you can find our product on amazon uh thrive market fresh direct sprouts whole foods places where healthy cereal may be sold um we're also on weightwatchers.com right now oh cool and you know that's how i lost my 90 pounds so how many points is it a serving do you know points we very quickly found that out so when we launched the product at a store locally here in new york um, we would have people that, like we were demoing it, sampling it way pre-pandemic, and someone would like people would come up and scan the bottom of the box. I'm like, what are you doing? And they're like, it's three points, by the way. I'm like, oh, good to know. Good to know. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Well, I I really appreciate you just taking the time, you know, to come on here. And I'm excited for everyone listening to um, do this. If you follow me the week of this coming out, I'm going to be giving away cereal on my stories, and this is like legit, listen, I don't have any sort of like financial tie here. And I say this only because there are a lot of people out there when they're doing their podcast and Hey, I no judgment there. It's just that my audience knows, like, I really want to stay authentic and true to like what I tell you to get by eat. I'm actually buying it. I'm willing to pay for it. And I'm putting it in my mouth. I know before tasting all these, like what it was like. And that's why I was like, all right, this is good stuff. I'm going to have her on. (laughs) Um, I will have in the show notes, um, you know, how you can find Margaret, how you can find three wishes. And just, you know, I'm all about like women supporting women one and also small business. So even for the sake of that, like, yes, I will be gifting cereal away. And that is no shame in doing it. You're so good. You're, you're incredible. You're a badass. <laughs> I can't believe you're just like all the multi hyping it. It's incredible. Um, so hey, I know at least a little bit about marketing and I know the importance of it. I mean, I do think like the only way we're going to get things out that we like is sharing it. And, you know, um, it just takes one person. It just takes one share and then it's someone else. So thank you for taking the time today coming on. And I cannot wait for my audience just to try this. Thank you so much. This is awesome. Okay. I'm on a mission. As you know, if you've been following along, I have a goal to be a top 100 podcast. And it's less about that top 100 and more about, I want to make an impact. I want more people to hear effort and and learn from all the mistakes that I've made, along with me bringing on really special guests for you. So my ask here is this. I want you to screenshot this episode today and share it on your social media. Share it with a friend, you know, tag me in it you know, go give me a review, of course, if you're really feeling it and rate me, you know, I, this is the only way things are going to get seen here. And in a big world of tons and tons of podcasts, I'm hoping that you're going to choose mine and help me on my mission.